got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three. Listen. You've got to have a like the why, and we know our why. So you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Millions and millions of people have done this already. You can get help. You can get a roadmap. You can save a lot of time, money, and frustration. Welcome to the Value Add Podcast with K and K. Okay, we're live. Hey guys. What's up, everybody? Um, we got K and K here. We're going live on Value Add. I don't really think we go live much, but. We're all living in our um, new world, the new reality of uh, working from home and adjusting. So we wanted to check in with everybody. Uh, we're getting situated. Crystal is uh, probably two weeks away from having a kid through all this madness. So it's exciting and crazy times. And um, we just wanted to share a couple things. We're getting a lot of calls, having a lot of conversations about a lot of different things. And I was like, why don't we just go live and kind of talk about what we're seeing, what we're hearing, and you know all that stuff. So, Crystal, kind of any uh, you want to chime in on anything you have to say before we jump into our couple little things we want to talk about? Well, before I think we jump into what's happening in the market and what we're seeing work-wise, hopefully all of your families are safe. Hopefully you're figuring out how to keep your kids entertained um, in the midst of all of uh, the craziness. We're all kind of trying to get used to the new norms. I think. We're seeing a little bit of a slow reaction time too, just as everybody's getting used to working from home and also just getting set up at home. I think a lot of us, like for me, I didn't even have an office set up. I just didn't want that at our house. Um, so getting all of that set up and all of our paperwork and all that good stuff. So I think we're all gonna have to be a little bit more patient with all the people that we're working with while we're still trying to keep things moving here at home. Um, some of us have kids and have to keep them kind of busy and uh, others of us are just trying to get the hang of this working from home thing too. It's just a little bit less efficient than what we're used to. So, uh, but hopefully you're all safe and doing well. Um, but I think Ken, you wanted to kind of just start off talking about what you're seeing in the market overall. You're crazy about reading everything and listening to a lot of different people that own a lot of businesses and who are very successful in different sectors and things like that. So you've been doing, um, a lot of research and listening and reading. So just so everybody knows, um, I don't listen to the news as Crystal knows. I don't watch CNN, CNBC, Fox, nothing. Um, my data, my information comes strictly from CEOs, people, hedge fund managers, billionaires, things like that. I just follow people that um, are going to go sit in a room with Trump, are going to get on a phone call with Trump, are people making massive decisions that have um, a lot of money where they basically can hire or they have people on their staff that is able to get economic data that you and I just don't have the privilege to get. So I've been listening to interviews and podcasts and blogs and anything I get my hands on and webinars and um, a lot of different things. So the first thing I want to say is just like Crystal says, you know, number one most important thing is to be safe, keep your family safe, be smart. Um, I'll just gonna tell this, this is just my opinion, but people have to understand that right now in the marketplace, the reason why we're seeing the Dow fall and a lot of crazy things that I'm gonna go into is because of fear. So if you go back to 08, if you go back to 9-11, um, 08, this is a little different than 08. This is more like a 9-11. This is that we have something that is, we woke up, and we didn't take it seriously, 
and boom, all of a sudden now we're like, wow, we know somebody that got fired. We know somebody that got sick. You might know somebody that died. You're like, this thing is spreading. This is crazy. Some of you people think this is overhyped. Some of you people think we should just respect it and stay inside. Whatever it, it is, it doesn't matter. My point is the market is the market. So if there's fear in the market, and when I say the market, I'm talking Wall Street, the stock market, everybody that has manages money right now, those people are scared. So the people that lend on car loans, business loans, um, real estate, consumer debt, anything you can think of, they're really, really scared right now. And so what do they do when they're scared? They basically say, you know what? We're just gonna take a step back and we're just gonna stop. And so for them, it's okay because they're just sitting on a bunch of money and they'll just stop or they'll go put it somewhere else. But for everybody else in the world, when that stops, just like restaurants stopped and cruise ships stopped and airlines are about ready to stop and all this stuff, everything stops. The fundamentals of the economy going round and round, that means Crystal and I are going to watch a movie or we're not going to dinner, we're not going to lunches, we can't go to the zoo or do anything with our family, we're stuck in a house here. And yeah, we can go to the grocery store, but we're not contributing to the economy. So when we're not, the people that lend money to keep the economy go round and round so you and I can live and buy cars and lease cars and all this stuff, it's, it's not working for them. So basically my point is the people right now in the secondary market that lend money like 2008, they're fearful and a lot of them basically have stopped lending at this point. So that's kind of what's going on in the market. So you're seeing the stock market go up and down and up and down and all this volatility. It's not really good because there's uncertainty. So until we get certainty back and we get confidence, we're gonna be in a, whatever you wanna call it, Crystal, kind of a, a almost a downward spiral in some areas of the market, and you're gonna see that. And that's why you're seeing people just go, why are people laying off? This, they weren't in, this is an engineer. What do they have to do? They don't work at a hotel, because every business owner now is scared too. Can I make payroll? Is, is my customer gonna pay me so I can pay my people? Um, so that's kind of what's going on. And what I'm going to say to everybody is that the sooner we all participate and do what we're supposed to do and get through this, the faster the fear goes away and the faster we can go back to business and life as we know it. But when I walk into the supermarket this morning and 90% of people are walking around with no mask on and no gloves and wiping their face and touching everything, they don't think it's a big deal. But what I'm trying to tell you what's going on in the market that you don't know and understand is a big deal right now and the alarms are being sounded and eventually it's gonna trickle down and affect you and I. It's affecting now, but it's gonna hit harder and then people are gonna go, oh my gosh, we have a financial crisis now and I'm telling you it's already here. So the sooner that we can all do our part to get rid of this virus, the sooner we can go back to basically business as we did before this all came into our lives. Crystal, any comments? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, um, I think a lot of people are scared, but I take a little bit more of a, uh, I guess, mild approach to it. I think that a lot of people who make decisions and lend money and things are really just in wait and see mode. And that's just not good for anybody who's looking to buy a property, sell a property, get a loan, refinance, take cash out. Like lenders are just now, I mean, things are changing so rapidly that more and more lenders are just kind of like, you know, we're just going to take a back seat. We're just going to wait and see what happens. You know, it might be a week, it might be two weeks, it might be a month, but it's definitely more of the wait and see approach. 
Um, and that is causing the economy to stop. And I think more it's, it's causing consumer fear because now they're scared that they can't get a loan and things like that. So I just want to encourage all of us to look more at the big picture rather than to look at what's happening today. Look at what, you know, could be there for us in a month from now. I, I think what we're all looking for is for a sign that we have hit, you know, we've flattened the curve and now we can start, you know, doing business again and lenders can start feeling like they want to put money into the market because people are going back to work and businesses are opening and, you know, we're kind of on the mend. So, um, that's kind of what I'm seeing from like a lending standpoint. Um, there's still some deals happening. <laughs> there's some deals falling apart, um, at the 11th hour, some deals at the beginning falling apart. Uh, I think everybody in general is like, let's just hit the pause button and wait and see what happens over the next couple of weeks. And we might need a couple more weeks after that, and maybe even a couple more weeks. But one day we will look back at this, you know, six, eight, ten weeks, and it'll be kind of a blip on the radar, but it will definitely be like a moment in history. So uh, that we'll never forget, especially um, with me bringing a child into the world <laughs> in the middle of it. But yeah, so um, the other question I'm getting from a lot of people, we're getting the calls is, what do I do when my tenants don't pay rent? Um, so I don't think that any of us have any miracle answers for that. I have been getting a lot of ideas from clients and we've been kind of talking about what we would do for our properties. Um, obviously I think that there may be some issues. Maybe it turns out that it's not as bad as we think, but when people are faced with the idea of whether they put food on the table or they pay their rent when they know they're not going to be evicted, I think that we might have some challenges. Um, one of the things I do want to say though, is that our eviction attorney just sent out an email today about it. It's not that they're forgiving rent for people. They are not forgiving rent. They just aren't open to have evictions right now. They cannot, sheriffs are not doing lockouts. Court is not in session. So it doesn't mean that tenants don't have to pay their rent. It means that there's no court happening right now to process evictions. So that's currently uh, what's happening. Um, but that being said, some of the ideas that I've gotten um, from some of our owners about our clients, about what they're going to do should tenants not be able to pay rent is one, have those conversations with people and talk to them. Um, one idea that somebody brought up is, you know, to maybe allow tenants to credit a portion of their security deposit towards their rent this month if they're having a hard time paying. And then obviously to set up at a later date, maybe six months from now, that they start slowly replenishing their security deposit as a way. I mean, it shows that you're trying to work with them, that you're compassionate about their situation, um, but that they have to kind of still be, you know, responsible for their rent. Other clients are discussing the possibility of giving a sort of credit or a discount for rents. I think it really depends on where you're at um, location wise and things. I think some people will, you know, maybe have the savings to pay their rent, but if they don't, um, some of us have tenants, including us, where I think, I don't know if they'll ever be able to catch up. So those are the kind of the conversations we're going to be having. And it really only remains to be seen over the next couple of weeks, um, how many people are paying and what we're going to be doing about that. But I think the one kind of general thing is that everybody's in this together. So this is not the financial meltdown. This isn't a result of people making poor financial decisions. It's a result of, you know, a global pandemic, which is something that we couldn't have helped. So, um, I think every day it's going to change, uh, with 
what lenders are going to be doing and what landlords are going to be doing in order to work together on this. Um, we've already seen some other states issuing, you know, like potential 90 day forgiveness on your mortgage. Um, I think, you know, they're looking at possibly, um, extending property tax payments that are coming due. I mean, the IRS of, moved the tax IRS yeah, you know, tax things, deadlines. July, July. July 15th is taxes. The government is going to send, I don't know who exactly, we don't have the, but they're going to be sending money out on April 6th, so coming up soon in May, so they're getting money to the Americans. A lot of people are getting laid off because they're like, look, I can't, you're going to be sent home not working and you're going to be employed and you can't collect unemployment. So a lot of these layoffs are temporary where they're going to come back. Um, like Crystal said is, but the governments locally, like state level, locally and federally are all stepping up and doing things. Yes, I think if you can't make your car payment, your mortgage payment, your credit card payment, like Crystal kind of told me, it's like, this is probably gonna be a time where unfortunately it's like, you're not getting paid, so they're not getting paid and we're gonna look, we're just gonna look back and say, okay, well, this is a moment in time in all of our lives where it's kind of like we're just going to forget this kind of ever happened. And I mean, look, the mortgage gets tacked on or whatever, but some people are just not going to catch up and some people are just going to have to forgive and forget. And the sooner we get through this, the sooner it's better. But I think we're just kind of in that belief. Like, what if this thing happens? I'm like, we're all in this together. So this isn't like you made a bad financial decision and we can clearly see that. So we're not going to reward that. No, this is just like everybody's being affected. I mean, restaurants and things and all that we took for shut down. So, um, and as far as, uh, Crystal, is there anything else as far as commercial loans? Or, yeah. Commercial loans, sorry. sorry anything like that, um, that you want to talk about or discuss or go over? That's anything else? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, thanks. Sorry, that's groceries being delivered. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. So a couple things as far as the lending goes. So, um, I have been talking to, you know, our appraisers, for example. So we have obviously deals in process. People are moving forward. Um, lenders have instructed appraisers now that they no longer have to do interior inspections. They're only doing exterior inspections, which at least alleviates that whole idea of what do you do when the tenant doesn't let you in or the appraiser's not willing to go inside someone's unit uh, to get a loan done, basically. So appraisers are no longer required to do interior inspections. They're encouraged to get photos from the owner um, if they can, or even the tenants can text them photos of their unit if they need to. So that's happening, which is encouraging. Um, I did hear from one of our lenders um, recently that they just decided to pause lending unless you're just like such a massive borrower that, you know, you've got 20% total liquidity of your whole portfolio in the bank. So I mean, basically they're doing very few loans at this point in time. Again, it's a wait and see approach. It's not forever. So maybe they stop doing loans for a month or two weeks or however long it takes for us to kind of get back to doing business. Um, so one, one of our major lenders has kind of pulled out of the market just for now. Um, I had another lender who's based out of Seattle. Um, obviously Seattle's been hit more than some other places with the coronavirus. So they completely stopped lending on retail and they have gotten more conservative on their underwriting guidelines for the time being. Um, again, I do think that it's going to be short lived, but they are getting more conservative. So um, as far as rates go, the biggest question everybody's asking is that the Fed dropped the lending rate to zero 
So why are rates not going down? It goes back to that fear thing um, that Kenny was talking about. I don't think anybody's trying to market to get uh, to, to lend money right yeah. now. They're not trying to attract borrowers. Uh, they're trying to actually detract us or deter us from doing loans right now until we can figure out what's going on. So um, I do think that it's, again, the wait and see approach. Um, what we're doing is encouraging our clients to be ready to move forward once the market kind of settles down. So we're having people send us their information. We are putting together some financing quotes. We're getting your package ready to submit because Obviously, I think the one thing as real estate investors that we're always looking at is opportunity, right? So I think that there will be some opportunities once we come out of this on the other side and you want to be ready to take advantage of that. So at least have your, your information ready, be ready to pull the trigger and move forward. So that way you can have the capital to take advantage of those opportunities or even just lock in a all time low rate um, for your property. So uh, that's what we're doing on the commercial side. And I think Kenny's got a little bit more movement on the residential side that, that he's been seeing. So Yeah, so residential is um, speaking about FHA, VA, Fannie, Freddie, and some jumbo. Um, rate volatility is an understatement. Um, it's, it's, out, it's, out, it's out of control right now. So sorry, we're getting some visitors. So rate volatility is it's basically right now rates are high and two weeks ago rates were low. So we just need to figure it all out. And basically, like I said, is, is we, you know, lenders are now subject to working from home. They've got to get all their stuff set up and all that. So everybody, like Crystal said, we need to be patient because rates are going to come back down. So I'm getting all of my clients set up and, um, getting all my clients set up to lock and stuff like that. Hey, we're back. So anyway, sorry, we got distracted. So residential is pretty simple. Um, rates are up and down. It's crazy. We're having five, six, seven, eight, ten rate changes in a day. The market is so volatile. Nobody's never, nobody in rates has never seen this type of volatility ever in 50 years. Never, ever, ever. So it's just insane. It's crazy. So you have to be prepared and we're getting through it. I think rates are gonna calm down next week and then as things get back to normal, things will normalize more. In our industry, we did have a big change. We call them non-QM loans, which is called, stands for non-qualified mortgages, which is basically anybody that might have, you know, could be a full dog borrower that has a credit issue, bankruptcy foreclosure, or just can't qualify through traditional lending or they're gonna do 12 months bank statements, 24 months bank, bank statements, something like that that market has completely stopped buying loans. So it's a little bit scary. Literally, they went from doing tons of loans, tons of deals, and 15, 20 lenders just stopped. Hit the button, and, that, and that's how fast things are going in our industry. Um, confidence is very good, though, with Fannie, Freddie, FHA, and all that. I'm listening to a lot of CEOs, that the companies that we're so many deals with, they're very fired up. They just need to get everybody working from home. You know, you're talking about, like Chris and I said, you're talking about getting 5,000 employees to work from home, get them set up, get them in a routine, get them working. It, we got we to be patient with this. We're talking about, can a notary sign? How about somebody doesn't want to sign with a notary? Is there another way to do it? How about they're like, I don't want a notary to come in and touch me or my family. Uh, we're talking about, we had an appraiser go out and one of the, we have a four unit we're refinancing, but somebody said, Hey, one of the people in the unit they think has the virus and they're on lockdown. What do we do? So they're going back to a lender. Can we just not go in that unit? 
um, just like Crystal talked about. So it's a new world. Um, we're all living in it. We got to adapt. Um, even if we come out of this thing, I don't think we're going to go right back to life as we know it. I think there's going to be slower and slowly entering it. How we, you know, how we basically, we might not be hugging and high-fiving right away and things like that. It might take some time, but, um, I don't, you know, I don't think everything's doom and gloom. I think right now, a lot of people are scared. A lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people don't know what's going to happen. A lot of people are looking for some positive reinforcement, but as we can go back to, if you haven't been through a crisis or anything like that before, we've, if you've been through 9-11, it wasn't that long before the market came back. It really wasn't at all. I think it was um, about two months before the market started coming back around. It's like 56 days, actually, as Kama said. Uh, 2008 was longer. But remember, this isn't a financial crisis, as Crystal said. This is a, you know, a virus and something that we don't have control of and we're all trying to figure it out. And the faster we contain it, the faster we go on with life. Yes, there's going to be casualties and damage and um, a lot of wealth loss and people lost money and hurt and all that stuff. I totally get people depleting through savings to survive. All that's going to happen. But at the other side of this is we got to realize there is, there's positivity. There's, there's going to be business back to usual. Like Chris and I were joking, we're like, you're gonna, after this, you're gonna, you were gonna gonna go eat at a restaurant. Good luck getting into a restaurant because you guys are gonna wanna go eat at a restaurant all at the same time. So how are we gonna all go to our favorite restaurants at the same time? You're not gonna be able to get into a restaurant. Now you're gonna be irritated that you cannot go out to eat, but you can't go eat where you want because everybody's going there. So, I mean, every person that I follow um, that are people that anybody would respect in this world, all across, I mean, I've read the conservative, the aggressive, and the between, everybody, I just, I say them all. They're all saying, let's calm down, let's get through this, just stay home, be respectful. If you can work from home, work from home. If you're not working, you know, stay positive, stay working out, stay motivated, try to keep a routine going. Don't go doom, gloom, don't get depressed, um, stay positive. Um, we're losing deals. We're losing money, um, you know, and there's people that are these bigger people in the world. Like Crystal says, there's a guy that owns, you know, uh, what is it, 600 restaurants. They're all closed besides takeout. He was losing a million dollars a day before they were closed. So he has bigger problems. So all of us are dealing with this. So I think the government, the good thing about this time is I'll give you guys a couple statistics. In 2008, it was three months after Lehman Brothers crashed that the government kind of, kind of said, hey, we're gonna start doing something, right? The government's already stepped in now and like they're doing stuff. So this is gonna be, this is great for everybody because it helps the recovery quickly. So they're gonna try to throw gasoline on a fire to get it going. So when this thing switches back around, we're ready. But like Crystal says, there are gonna be opportunities. For God's sakes, your stocks that, you don't know about stocks, but products like this Apple phone right here, you know, these companies are 50% off right now. Travel industries are 60, 70, 80% off right now. If you don't play stocks, if you do play stocks, whatever it is, there's opportunity if you have money sitting on the sidelines, you could call your broker and say, hey, I don't buy stocks. We don't really play stocks, but I told Crystal, when things are 70 or 80% off, I'm gonna buy some stocks. And it's pretty straightforward. Um, yes, we're real estate people, but I, we're just make opportunity where there's money. I think the other thing is, is coming out of this, we gotta realize that um, we might, like Chris said, we don't know how long. Nobody can answer how long this is going to be. We've heard eight weeks, 10 weeks, but I can guarantee you we're going to be sitting inside 
for a few more weeks at least dealing with this stuff and dealing with life and figuring this all out. And patience and staying calm and being, you know, a leader in your own house and a leader in your community with what you're doing. And, you know, like I said, is if you're sitting around, nothing to do, start getting on social media. If you have an online business or you have a business at all, start sharing about, you know, come up with a new, if you're a restaurant, come up with a new, uh, you know, menu, come up with a new products. If you have sell stuff online, whatever it is, this is the time we can sit back and spend weeks and be innovative this is where leaders are built and, and also just are born you know call your clients and check in on them yep. just to say hey how's it going how are you doing how's your family that kind of stuff i think goes a long ways and being a resource for your clients too and friends um give them information give them insight communicate i think now more than anything since we're all kind of quarantined at home people want to feel that connection and that community so Sharing on social media is one way to do it, and then you can get a little bit more personal and call your clients. I mean, that's one thing that we've been doing is just calling people and checking on them and seeing how they're doing and what their thoughts are and where they're at and how their families are doing. So that's um, like the human side of it all, and it's a great way to continue to build the relationships with your clients and um, kind of stay relevant during this kind of downtime for everyone, so. Yeah, so stay positive. Um, you know, like Crystal said, whether it's a year from now, we look back or 18 months, we are going to look back. Um, it's funny. Somebody said, I was telling Crystal, I was started watching a lot of, uh, just people that are big real estate investors. I just started watching a lot of videos. Um, this is before this, like the last month and people, mainly they're billionaires, but that doesn't have to be billionaires. They just own hotels and multifamily and all this. And there, a lot of these guys were talking about all the cycles they went through. They, some of them went through five cycles. And they said, it's unbelievable. As you're going through the crisis right now, you feel like, oh my gosh, everything's going to, we're going to zero and everything's going to be over and over. It's, it's panic. And then he goes, when I'm looking at it back now in 2008, he's like, it was a speed bump. And that's what it was. It, it was, it, yes, it crushed people, but, but for them, it's like it was a speed bump in your whole life because we're 10 years recovered or whatever. So whatever the things you're doing right now are going to matter in a year from now. The conversations you're having with your wife and your kids and your clients and your friends and yourself is going to matter in six months or a year from now. Like everything we do matters. So if you don't focus on the positive things and what you have and the gratitude, then we're then we're we're panicking and all this. This is it's all going to be for nothing. Yes, we're all losing money. Yes, people are losing jobs. We're all going to suffer in this. Everybody, like Crystal said, this is going to affect every single person on this planet. Even the people that work in the supermarket that have a job, they're being overworked, but they're around the virus all day long. It's like one of the craziest places. Even the medical people that have to work crazy hours, they're all getting you know infected. So. I think we just like, you know, Crystal and I said it, I think, you know, it's like kind of just having a little conversation. It's like, I want to be able to like, yes, we're going to work and do things, but also it's like, we're going to have a kid, but like, we're like, we want to have some fun because when are we ever going to get this time back? You won't. And uh, I will say we've kind of been like reminiscing a little bit too, because yeah. I, we've told this story about how we got started in our business um, and how Kenny and I met in late 2008. 2009, but I will tell you, we have definitely, uh, it's let like me, deja vu now to see our let me just show you. So there is my desk and there is Crystal's, um, desk. Oops, if I got, sorry. 
So when we met, um, we were laughing because it was 2009 and we started working um, out of the one bedroom apartment. And I was basically, we're in a room like this. And the other day we're like, oh my gosh, we're here again. And oh my gosh, it's crazy time. So um, I don't know, be grateful for what you have. Stay focused. Um, this will turn around. This will get better. And there's going to be a lot of opportunity right now. And like, I'll leave you with this quote. And Crystal can find say, final thoughts. Um, two of my favorite quotes. I posted one. Don't wish things were better. Wish you know you're smarter. Don't wish for things were easier. Just wish you're better. Like, don't think. Wish you got to be strong and lead yourself out of this. And it starts with the mindset. The other thing is, is remember Warren Buffett is when nobody's buying, I'm buying. When everybody's buying, I'm selling. So right now, nobody's buying stocks. People are holding on behind a boat like, oh my gosh. So think about around you, what are opportunities? And you can use this wonderful thing called online. And if you haven't ever picked up the camera and started talking into it, you got two weeks a month, start doing it. <laughs> Yeah, um, Kenny made a good point. It's a really good time to be talking to your clients and people because we all have a lot of time on our hands right now and we're all turning to social media for some company, you know, some encouragement. So um, it's a good time to do that. And uh, it's instead of trying, basically just try not to be doom and gloom about everything. Like, enjoy this time because you don't get it back. I will, like, that's the one thing we always say, even in the last, recession from 2008 2009 we should have done more so um meaning more like just traveling or we're not we can't travel now growing but, or whatever but, but if you're at home yeah. enjoy your family don't stress about it like to make yeah. the best of it and crystals better remind me of that another day i was you know this thing hits me i go through my cycle myself and now i'm like okay i just have to get myself in a mindset and a game plan and I'm, I'm there but it's like part of that is is enjoying family enjoying this time and whatever doing stupid fun things we're going to do and because i'm you know five months from now we're back to the grind working and then you're like damn we had time so enjoy the time if you can and if you're not working and you're not making money and there's nothing you can do about it well hell then figure out something to do when you don't have money you know you have time so enjoy it well, reading is free. You can learn just about anything you want on YouTube and all that. So there's plenty to keep us busy and to stay positive. And if you need encouragement, definitely call friends, call family, look on social media. Um, I think there's a lot of people that can give you kind of encouragement when you're feeling down and out and like things are looking terrible. Um, just reach out and call somebody. So. Um, also, since we're going to be stuck at home, um, I think we're going to be going more live with stuff. So if there's anything you guys want us to answer, I'm sure we'll post a question in the coming weeks as we get more information data about our industry or anything at all that we can share with you. A lot of it will probably be into maybe the multifamily or the lending or the economy. And you know, if rates are coming down or we feel like things are getting back better, we're gonna be at you know, we're gonna be like your news channel for that the best we can and keeping you guys up to date. So if we see things turning around. A lot of times we've seen things before they actually hit the normal market because we're like in deep in it. We'll let you guys know. But have a great weekend. Do something fun this weekend. Um, wash your hands. If you go to the grocery store, like wash your whole body. But be respectful of everybody else around. The faster we get through this, remember guys, the faster we can go back to life and going to dinners and actually seeing you guys in person and not through um, a seven inch phone and I hope you guys have a good weekend peace love and happiness and health and safety bye guys 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.